tell them what the Miami chick is. The Miami chick is, usually when you hang out with a girl, there's usually three of them, them, right? Which you would yes, yes, yes. Your girlfriend and Lindsay Lohan. Jim Morrison. So you got the good-looking one, which you obviously had the date with. Then you have kind of the cute friend. And then there's the Whammy chick. The fat friend. That's kind of who I ended up with on that back in the day. She's the whammy chick, whammy chick, whammy chick, whammy chick. She's the fat friend. She's the kind of girl the other girls like. Can't find a man, but she's not a dyke. She's the whammy chick, whammy chick, whammy chick, whammy chick. She's got a beautiful smile, lovely laugh, but she eats too much and weighs a deuce and a half. She's the whammy chick, whammy chick, whammy chick, whammy chick. Come, come, nine o'clock. When the local boys get thirsty and they're drinking pretty heavily and they're busting at the seams. Cut to the whammy chicken, she's home getting ready, thinking tonight is the night she'll find a man of her dreams. But no dude in his right mind's looking for the whammy chick, whammy chick, whammy chick, whammy chick, the fat friend who won't go away. On the resume, she's a whammy chick, whammy chick, whammy chick, whammy chick, but she's easy to love, hard to kiss, half Italian, half rhinoceros, she's a whammy chick, whammy chick, whammy chick, whammy chick, I'm coming to AM, when the local boys get lonely and they're looking for loving out of their bloodshot eyes. Knock on her door and tell her she's the one and only But when they sober up in the morning they realize They just slept with a whammy chick, whammy chick, whammy chick, whammy chick And a fat friend has struck again She's just big bones, sixteen stones She's the whammy chick, whammy Chick, whammy chick, whammy chick, you the fat friend starts starts crying. Show me love, everybody. Show me love. I said it right. Show me love. Show me love. That's a stripper name. Emily Addison, and you're listening to the Robbie Radio Show on RobbieRadio.com. Hey, there you go. Took him seven times, and he's done media his whole life. Tortilla, how many? Episode 474 of the Rob V Show. Fun lines are open, 215-716-1108. Email me, robvradio at gmail.com. Instagram, the Rob V Show. Twitter, believe us, 82. All the fun ways to get involved with the program. Not going to be that long of a show, but I figured I'd come on the air and give a little uh, review of what happened uh, at the AVN Awards. As I'm looking up at my monitor, and why isn't there any video on YouTube? See, this is, again... It wouldn't be a Rob V show if things didn't go right, like you're supposed to. That's kind of odd. But anyway, we'll keep going. Um, but like I said, phone lines are open if you want to call and you can. I uh, just want to go over the AVN Awards, kind of what's going on with me, what happened in beautiful, scenic Las Vegas, Nevada just this past weekend. Um, got in on two. What time did we get in? We got on Tuesday. Flight was delayed. By the way, never fly. <laughs> we should have known better uh, when we saw uh, Spirit Airlines. And how um, how cheap the prices were. There was going to be bad. It was bad. You know, I said the rugs after we got off the plane. Spirit's new slogan should be, 
After you fly spirit, they've taken your spirit. That's something the great Alan Kavanaugh would say. Anybody that listens to the show knows all about Alan. Uh, anyway, uh, AVNs. Um, First of all, a big shout out to Brian Gross uh, for hooking it up again. Uh, appreciate it. I got to see him briefly. Uh, he was running around like a madman. Um, the staff there is great. They do a phenomenal job every year. Uh, it's like herding cats over there, but they did they did a great job, like like they always do. Um, just a couple. I don't know if it's tweet. I don't know if it's tweaks, comments, whatever. Uh, the first thing is I had not been to the AVN since it left the Hard Rock. I think this was the second year it was at uh, Resorts World, which, by the way, cool casino. Uh, good to see. Enjoyed it. Um, uh, but it, it, it seemed like where they had it, it was very condensed. So if, to me, it was hard to walk around. So I don't know if that's a logistic thing where the casino said, hey, you have to have it here, or they decided to have it in that particular space. It just, past AVNs, it seemed like more to walk around, more just in a, in a bigger area. The other thing that jumped out at me was I didn't know 90% of the girls there. When I would go in the past, you'd have, you know, you know, 30 top name girls that you knew, you know, uh, uh, this time. And this is me talking, you know, it was a handful of girls that I knew when I was walking around. It was more all these cam girls. I mean, I guess that's just the new thing. But to me, again, nothing gets not against the AVNs or anything. Uh, but when you see these camera girls, it's like, well, who are they? They just, you know, it's like you don't know. You know, each of the big-name girls are like a brand, right? And you see these cam girls, you're like, I don't know who they are. Especially if I don't know who they are, then most of the general public's not going to know who they are. So, you know, uh, that was I guess that's my, I don't know if it's a complaint, just an observation. Uh, the other thing was um, the most unique uh, set of individuals I've ever seen at an AVN convention. I mean, I, I was more interested in the people watching than going around and talking to any of the girls. Because it was wow, it was it was the one of the funniest things. The, the shirt that I had on, that uh, Ari Gross, legend on the program, got me. And he's in North Carolina. There's a breakfast place in North Carolina called uh, Porn and Biscuits. And uh, when Ari saw that, he called me in North Carolina. He's like, I have to get the shirt for you. And he got it. And I'm like, Oh, this is the perfect place to wear it. And I got a, uh, a lot of comments. Everyone loved the shirt. And as um, I'm walking out to go towards my Uber. I hear this uh, this Southern Belle goes, are you from North Carolina? And I turn around, I go, no. She's like, oh, man. She's like, I always wanted to go there. And this gorgeous girl from North Carolina uh, was was talking to me. And, uh, you know, we, we chit-chat for a little bit. And uh, she goes, yeah, I'm at the, I saw she had her badge on. Uh, yeah, I was at the convention. Oh, what do you do? She goes, I'm a brothel worker. And, and somebody standing next to me goes, brothel worker? Rob, what does that mean? I'm like, she's probably a hooker and, and somebody else goes well she could be a bus girl i'm like no no she's probably not busting tables at a brothel in nevada that, the way she looks i'm sure she was a hooker not that there's anything wrong with that um you know and the the other observation was all the big name girls were there at different times i remember in the past they were pretty much all there you know they were pretty much there for you know four to six six to eight and they weren't all there at the same time they were there at different times uh the other thing is i i did stop in to see kiki deer and i did stop in to see uh to see Gigi Dior, uh, which was funny because when I got there, they were right next to each other. So I assumed they knew each other, but they just met that day. And I guess they were the way they were set up because of their last names, they were right next to each other. And, and they said that we, yeah, we just figured out that we both know you. So I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing that Kiki and Gigi now know each other. Um, of course, like they always do, they bust my balls. Of course, Gigi brought up the L.A. incident, which, you know, again, I think I talked about on the show. I told Gigi I would take her to the game. I would get a ticket. I'd take her to the game. 
but she needed to let me know in advance, like a week, at least a week in advance. Hey, I'm definitely coming to the game. I'm gonna come to the tailgate. Blah blah blah. I never got a solid answer from her. And as we're at the tailgate, I get a text from her. Should he have my ticket? The morning of the tailgate, and of course she's like, you know, Rob said he was gonna take me, and I said, Geech, if you would have gave me said a hundred percent in whatever, then I would have taken you to the game. But you know, we, I, th- I think we, I think we cleared it up. I think I could be wrong, but I think we did. And like I always talk about uh, on the program. Oh, by the way, uh, you know, everyone knows what a foodie I am. So of course, me and Rugs, the one, one of the nights we stayed at the Cosmopolitan. I'm like, oh, we got to go to the Wicked Spoon. The Wicked Spoon buffet has went completely downhill. It is not what it was. Wanted to go to the Wind Buffet. The line was too long. But next time in Vegas, definitely go to the Wind Buffet. But the Wicked Spoon Buffet has taken a huge step back. I mean, when we used to go, it was a five-star buffet with every kind of choice you could think of. Everything was great. There was a lot less choices, and the food was eh. wasn't spectacular. Another thing that I texted Quimby this as I saw it, as I'm walking out of the convention. <coughs> Excuse me. As I'm walking out of the convention, I see them bringing all the browser models in. You know, there's like security in the front, security in the back. Excuse me. And they're like, got him in a straight line. And all I could think about is when, when Quimby would do his Green Legion calendars, like the calendars behind me. He would do his calendar tour where, you know, I'd have all the girls go to bar to bar. On a bu- we'd be in a bus, go to bar to bar in the city. They'd sign, go to another bus and, and keep going. And he made it a point so the girls wouldn't get lost. So he had all the girls. He would make an announcement every time. And it was from Finding Nemo. And it made me think of, I could hear him saying these words as the girls are being led into the AVN convention. I can hear Quimby go, girls, do you have your exit buddy? I could hear, I could just see the security guards just saying, now girls, you know, don't get separated. If you do, do you have your exit buddy? And it, it just it kept playing in my head. I actually texted Quimby when I thought of it because I just, I just thought it was funny. Um, but overall, it was a good experience like it always is. They always do a phenomenal job running it. I did think it was entertaining that when I went to get my press credentials, you know, the people in front of me, like three, four different people, went to go get their press credentials, and they weren't on the list, and the people were very upset. And then, of course, I go, and all my stuff's right there. I go, no, if you have a problem, you know, if there's an issue, you know, Brian's right over there. You know, he cleared me, but no issues getting the credentials, you know. Um, But, yeah, interesting AVNs, to say the least. I mean, the other thing that, you know, everyone knows on this program, I'm always transparent, right? I'm always telling the truth, always say what my feelings are. A couple of the girls that I thought I was going to see, I think big-time me a little bit. So Allure, I was supposed to see. She's like, definitely, when you get in town, call me, blah, 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 blah. Allure never gets back to me. So she's kind of on the shit list, i got to be honest. And, of course, Emily Addison, who I know, everyone knows that I adore, who's right over my shoulder. Uh, you know, she, you know, I text her, and she goes, oh, you know, I'm doing my stream at night. Uh, you know, I'm busy all, the whole time. And I'm like, really? You're going to dog me like that? You know, when during the day she wasn't busy. I think she went snowboarding one day. But if you don't want to see me, just say, Rob, I don't want to see you. I don't like when girls, I'm busy. You know, I'm too busy for you. And then the last one was, everyone knows I love Brandy. Love her to death. Uh, she, uh, you know, we I tried to, you know, get together, have a drink. She never got back to me, which, you know, bummed me out. But I'll give her uh, the benefit of the doubt because she's a busy person. I did text her today about something. And she did get right back to me. But I always got to be transparent on the show of what happened and what went on. And it was a pretty low-key Vegas trip, other than the fact that on our way to Oscars on Fremont Street, I get a call. Mr. Valivas, your reservation is – we had to cancel your reservation because there was a fire 
in, in the kitchen. Only that could happen to me and Rugs, or mainly me, but Rugs was with me. But we went the next night and it worked out and it was fine. Saw an accident uh, on our way back from Fremont Street at like two o'clock in the morning, so that was that was entertaining. Uh, but uh, all in all, it was a good trip. Um, a lot more traffic in Vegas than I've ever seen before. I've 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 never seen. Um, that much traffic in Las Vegas. The smarter Uber drivers go off the strip to get you to where you go. But, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, got back at like 6.05 in the morning. I had to sit on the runway for like 13 minutes because our flight was early. Uh, and and the plane had the other plane hadn't left the gate yet. But, yeah, all in all, Vegas was great. Uh, just a couple uh, things in, in the news uh, in case everyone's been living under a rock. Everyone knows what a huge wrestling fan I am. Big, big wrestling, as you can see my... My WWE ring over here. I won't go into the grave detail of what Vince McMahon uh, has been uh, has being sued with. Who knows if he'll turn the criminal charges? But if you have a chance, sit down and read it. I mean, it's some horrific shit. Like you always heard stories about Vince and what he did, what he didn't do. If you have a chance, sit down and read it. Uh, spring training for the Phillies is right around the corner. They haven't done jack shit. I don't know what's going on. We don't have a closer. Uh, we could use a couple more bench players. We could use a couple more arms. I don't know why we're sitting on our hands, right? Because the Phillies are now in the same boat as the Sixers and the Eagles where, listen, if you don't get to the World Series, nobody gives a shit. Like everyone knows I'm a huge baseball fan, right? And I will watch every Phillies game. But I'm not going to get all jacked up until they win the NLCS because that's what they're built to do. That's Your goal is to get to the World Series. And if you don't get to the World Series, it's a failure. Same thing with the Sixers. I you know, Listen, it was great that Joe scored 70, p- 70 points last week, right? But then, of course, he sits out against Jokic in Denver. Um, you know, and I, I am sure that our, our great friend of the program, uh, well, of course, I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> it is amazing when I, there's someone I want to talk about who I, who's been friends with me for a very long time. And, and I can't – Jim Klibanoff, good Lord, our great friend Jim Klibanoff, who's the head of scouting over there for the Denver Nuggets. I'm sure he got a kick out of it when he said Joe, Joe wasn't playing that night. But anyway, the Sixers are in the same boat. Nobody cares if they're going to the second round. And the Eagles now, I mean, with the dreadful season they had and with Nick Sariani, listen, if Nick doesn't get in the NFC title game or the Super Bowl, it's a failure. All right? It's an absolute and utter failure if that happens for him. So, again, Phillies are in the same boat. And I've had this argument with, with Christian Miltel, who's been on the program many times. The Phillies had one of the biggest choke jobs in the history of Philadelphia, other than the 64 collapse, where they're up 2-0 in the NLCS against a shitty team. I think it was something like teams are up 2-0 in a best of seven, and the NLCS win like 85% of the time, right? And they just laid down like a bunch of dogs. And their rookie pitcher, they're not their rookie pitcher, their rookie of the year, who puts the who put the flag on the mound? It better be on everybody's mind. Whenever they play Arizona, whenever that is, first at bat against that guy, they better put it in his ear, ear hole. And if they don't, there's a problem. Obviously, we know there's the NFC title game. The AFC title game. Ari calls me. He's like, "Hey, you want to come over and watch the game? Games?" I'm like, no. You know, I'm not watching any football until Eagles preseason, right? And the other thing that aggravates me every year. It happens every single year. You know, when the Eagles aren't in it. Everyone feels they need to have, they have a rooting interest. No, you don't. If you're from Philadelphia, you have a zero rooting in interest unless you're betting money on the game. I can't stand people. You know, they're watching the game. Let's say, you know, it's the Lions and the Niners. People who are Eagles fans 
going, go not, go Lions. What the what the hell are you doing? Like, really? That Stop. That's, it's disgusting. Same thing with the, the Chiefs and the Ravens. Oh, it's so nice. Andy Reid won. No, it's not. It's not. I can have Hollis Thomas come on, some of his ex-teammates, and tell you what a jackass Andy Reid was. It's like, oh, maybe we shouldn't have fired Andy Reid. No, we should have, okay? He was not going to make the team better. The team quit on him. He goes to Kansas City. He sells his soul to the devil and gets the criminals on his team where he doesn't care anymore, and he wins. I don't give a shit what all the other teams do. You won't ever see me openly root for another team when the Eagles aren't playing. I, I just I won't do it. It's, it's, just, it's just not me. You know, it'll happen in the Super Bowl. It's like, oh, we got to root for Kansas City. No, I won't even watch the game. I'll, be play, I'll probably be playing PlayStation with my dad when the game's on. I don't care. I do not care at all. You know, but, you know, I, I digress. I may have, I may do a show on Wednesday. Not not 100% sure. I'm still going back and forth with my guests, which, again, shows have been a little slower to come on than I've liked with trying to get guests on. But hopefully, you know, th- this coming month it, it picks up a little bit more. We get more guests in here and we have more, more all the fun that are people people are used to uh, on the Rob V Show. Also, if you look at the, uh, on my wall over here, the end over here, Connie, I texted Connie because Connie hasn't talked to me and I don't even know how long. But when I was on Fremont Street, uh, you know, having a, a cold one, it hit me. The last time I talked to Connie was on Fremont Street. So I sent her a picture at like 4 a.m. our time uh, here on the East Coast. And I think she got a kick out of it. It was like a picture of Fremont Street. And I'm like, oh, this is the last time I, we, had, you, me and you actually had a conversation was when we were right here. But that's, you know, it's somewhere in the archives why, why uh, I, it, me and Connie hadn't talked for, for, for many, many moons. So if you want to go hear that, you can go back on RobVRadio.com and, and check that particular ep- episode out. But I just wanted to come on, give a quick recap of the AVMs, what went on, what we did. Uh, our, our, our big big fan of the show, big supporter of the program, John Ruggiero, owner of Jackins and Things in beautiful, historic Ambler, Pennsylvania, uh, was with me. And he was there for the sports and licensing convention while I was over at my convention. Talk about two opposite conventions. So it was good to hang out with Ruggs. Good to, good to get him out as he's a married man now. So anytime I can pull my married friends away to go on a little trip, I'm, I'm always on board. Although, for the record, I didn't even plan to go to Vegas. I didn't, wasn't planning to go until about a month ago. And Ruggs called me. He said, hey, you want to go to Vegas? And before he even said, you want to go to Vegas? I'm like, I'm in. Let's go. Let, let's do it. Um, Oscars was great. Ate there again. Love Oscars. Um, Pepper Mill, one of my favorite places in Vegas, which is like the fills of Las Vegas. The portions are huge. We went and we checked out the dispensary lounge, which was a cool spot. We, we, and I didn't even want to eat there. I tried to avoid eating on the strip. But the one night we had at Gordon Ramsay's Burger Bar, not the same as it was when it first opened, not as good. And the prices were way more expensive than they were when they first opened. Uh, but next time, I, I, next time I go to Vegas, either stay at the Wynn or the Bellagio uh, and definitely go into the Wynn Buffet. 100% going to check out uh, the Wynn Buffet. Um, like I said, going to try to do a show, uh, maybe another show this week if I can get the guest on that I want. Try to be more consistent with the programs, you know, because there's been weeks where, like, people are coming on, then they bail. But you know, like we always say, it's like it's like herding cats on the program, you know, I, I, as they say. Um, I'm trying to think anything else that I want to cover. I think that about oh, – yeah, the other thing in Las Vegas, people just walk slow constantly. That's all they do. You know, pe- people on the West Coast walk way too slow for me. Entirely, entirely too slow. Just walk to a normal place. And don't stop in front of me and start taking pictures. Because that, that just annoys the hell out of me. Like, really, can, can, we, can we not do that anymore? 
but again, I, this was going to be a short one. Just wanted to come on to hello to the people, give a little qu- quick recap of uh, the AVNs in Las Vegas, Nevada, the resorts world. Oh, I also got to meet a long-lost cousin of mine, Vincent Valivas, who I thought was my fourth cousin is my second cousin. So it was good to meet another Valivas because I only know like five or six of them. Uh, I, you know, for whatever reason, my dad's side of the family, and I later found out, weren't close. They're, they're, I also found out that... Uh, the, the closer to Trenton than around Trenton, you say Valivas. Further away from Trenton, you say Velvis. Apparently, there's a rift in my family many years ago. So uh, half the family uh, is called Velvis. The other half is called Valivas. And if you call someone on the other side of the family and, you, and they're Velvis and you say Valivas, apparently they don't like that. They hang, they hang up on you. I thought that was interesting. I learned that. So it was good. Big shout out to Vince. Good to see you. Hopefully, next time I'm in Vegas or if you're out this way, we can uh, hang out uh, with my dad and Zach and Dom and my aunt. And uh, all that good stuff. Uh, I think that'll do. Also, um, you know, uh, CJ, condolences to you uh, on your grandmother passing away. If you've listened to the show before, everyone knows who CJ is. So I sent her a text uh, this morning thinking about, you know, how much you loved your grandmother. So that'll do it for episode 474 of The Rob Feature. Just a quick one. You know, hopefully you got another show in me this week. Just wanted to get back and talk to the people. Uh, and as we always do to wrap up, Every single program. In the words of my brother, the assistant chief of the world famous Fort Washington Fire Company, Zach Believers. Two wrongs don't make the right. They make it even. And as always, the legendary, the great, the one, the only, Big Daddy Graham takes us out with the Action News theme song. Good night, everybody. Oh, no.